This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Please welcome the man behind the madness. I'm focused, man. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. What is up, everybody out there in Flavor Your Ear podcast land? Thank you all for coming out to another outstanding episode. And uh, we'll get straight to it today, as I always say. Don't waste anybody's time. We have some special guests today. Uh, this is March uh, Women, Women's History Month. And I call it Women's History and Women's Empowerment Month. So uh, we basically focus on our topics on some folks that I know that I feel have great potential or are in great places in their lives to impact uh, the topic of you know, women empowerment and a woman history and things like that. I feel like they're going to be great. I've had the opportunity to call them friends. And that's why today we're going to have a you know, pretty great conversation about a few things. Uh, just to enlighten folks. It's not this educate enlighten folks like we always do here and have fun at the same time. So uh, the first guest, her name is Jasmine Madison. And a little backstory about me and her. Uh, I met her in Korea and she's an awesome, awesome woman. Uh, she did like two two women, two women symposiums, I believe, that me and her worked together on about women empowerment. And she actually, she probably going to find this out now that she actually inspired me to look more into uh, about women empowerment and things like that. Because I know it was a topic before, but I never really, I guess when you enter something, you never really think about it. Until, you know, it's like a word, but she made me think about it a lot more. And I heard people's stories and, and, and things like that. And it helped me understand. Uh, a lot more, uh, you know, as far as you know, the, the struggles that women go through and just the things that they feel when people express themselves. And my second guest today is Courtney Rollins. I met her while I've been here stationed in Italy. <clears throat> She's another great woman that I happen to call a friend, and she is very, very, po- a very, very positive person. That's somebody who I can always say she's always been very positive. So the, day I, the day that I met her, she's been very, very positive, and she's been a role model. And almost everything she does, you know what I'm saying? So that's something else that I felt these two mesh together very well as far as, you know, being a beacon of light for young ladies out there to feel like, you know, it's only because we always like to say there's only people out there, you know, like the people that's in the, the, the limelight, right? We never have no local day people that we can say, all right, she's young. All right, she's beautiful. She's doing, she got her shit together. And I'm not saying like they're not angels or anything like that, but just to say that, you know, people like my daughter, my daughter's 17. Like somebody said, okay, there's not just nobody, you know, older or anything like that, that you're looking up to, that you're looking up to or anything like that. So I don't want to put too much pressure on them because I said, I told them to be losing this conversation, but uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves, ladies. Uh, whichever one of you would like to introduce yourselves first by, by uh, all means. Just something small about you, nothing crazy. So the, the audience out there can hear, but you want to go first, Maddie? Of course. Um, so I'm Jasmine, um, but you can call me Maddie. Um, I'm originally from Mississippi, as you can tell with my accent, very country gal, Southern Belle. Um, however, I am originally stationed here at Texas Shepherd um, Air Force Base to be specific. Um, and I'm just here to support my bro, Unc. Um, and ready to know what he has in store for us today. Hi, you guys. Uh, my name is Courtney, as he said before, um, and I am also from the South. As Jasmine mentioned, I'm from Louisiana originally. Uh, spent my whole life there before joining the military and ended up here uh, on the second assignment with Marquise, who 
I'm glad to be here to support on his podcast today and ready to dive in and see what he has in store for us. Oh, that's something else I forgot. That Southern hospitality. These women have been raised in the South, and I did not believe it until I saw these two women. And they they don't even know each other, but the fact of the matter that they both have these mannerisms of the South, that made me respect the South so much more because I was raised in the city of Chicago. And uh, they both carried the way they carried themselves. I, I forgot about that. I was like, damn, which way I was like, oh, shit, that's that's something else. But that's another good point right there. Uh, uh, all those myths about, you know, Southern hospitality is true, y'all. Like, these women, <laughs> like, I'm not Hey, shout out to everybody all over the country, but the Southern hospitality thing is is is, is true. It is, it is very much true. So we'll start the conversation pretty lightly. We're talking about some, uh, some current events, I guess we say. So I guess this is Women's History Month. Uh, women's, I, I call it women's history and women empowerment. Do either of you ladies have anyone in women's history or in today's society? It don't have to be like somebody old that you know that stands out to you to help you know helped you, you know learn something or anything like that in your in your personal lives. It's, I mean, it doesn't have to be anybody crazy. I know like there are so many prolific women um, in the world, but just any anybody that you know you kind of like. Oh man, I, I love what she's doing or how she carries herself, how she dresses. Anything like that? Is any woman in you know in life? Because I don't. I, I hate the fact that in history, people make it seem like it has to be somebody passed away or somebody you know older, right? Because everybody contributes to history. I think history is a big story, right? Like because we're making history too, right? Like we're we'll be in history books later on in our lives too. So that's why I don't make the question to somebody that was born in the fifties or, or the forties or or anything like that. If you have anybody that uh you would like to give light to to say, you know what, this person is one of my favorites. Uh, no women, it, it, no, my, my, doesn't matter what they do or anything like that, just to start off the conversation for in honor of the month. Well, I'll say that someone that uh, I look up to uh, is Miss Michelle Obama, our forever first lady. Uh, she is definitely a huge role model for me. Uh, I wouldn't even say just in history, but currently now, um, you know, if you've read or been keeping up with her, she wrote a book called Becoming that touched a lot of people around the world recently uh, with her kind of just sharing her story and the different things she's had to face to get to where she is today. Um, a lot of people wanted to kind of just put her, you know, as a first lady being the husband of Barack Obama, but she has many of her own uh, personal accomplishments and things that she's been through herself to be where she is. So um, I definitely look up to her. She is an She was an attorney, went through school, went through all of the different um, obstacles that she faced and definitely someone I look up to because me, myself, I know that I'm aspiring to be an attorney as well and going through school now to get to where she, she is and hopefully be able to touch as many people as she was able to and has been able to. Um, so definitely First Lady Michelle, she definitely carries herself very well. Okay, that's interesting. I, I know that, uh, Everybody, it gotta be, it has to be difficult being married to somebody who's the first African American president of the United States. Uh, and exactly. the fact that you brought her up, the fact you brought up just shows that, you know, a lot of people underappreciate that she was a big part of his success, right? Um, and great as great as Barack is, right? He's from, he from High Park in Chicago. Uh, he's a lefty like me. And, you know, I'm just giving him all these props, <laughs> but like uh, that woman standing behind him, you know, Mr. Storm. Is something that I don't feel gets enough light. And that's why I like to have these conversations because even myself, we think about all the accomplishments and the popularity that President Obama had, but she got all of the hate, all of the uh, the trials and tribulations and things that he had to endure. And that's what kept that man grounded. 
Uh, little do you know, and he and one thing I will say about uh, Barack that he always showed his love and appreciation for his woman. He, I'm quite sure he did it in private too, but he always made sure he did it in public. He always made sure that he did it in public, and that's just to show you how much her impact is um, as a person, you know, to 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 the to the highest position in the world. Um, and it's good that you can elaborate on things that she specifically did because I feel like she gets lost in the shadows sometimes because she's married to the one of the most powerful people in the, in the world at the time. So, uh, yeah, great, definitely. great, great, great person. What about you, Matt? Do you have anybody that you'd like to bring to the forefront? Um, I actually was gonna say uh, Michelle mm-hmm. Obama as well. But I will also say to um, our vice president, um, the reason why I say her is because, you know, um, we don't see so many, uh, not just African-American people put into leadership roles, but also a woman at that. So I feel like when she actually became vice president, I feel like that um, that was a positive impact on the world itself because, you know, for those women or those little girls who um, who have big dreams out there, um, I feel like that actually motivated them. Like, I can be somebody like I can be a doctor. I could be a lawyer. I could be whatever I want to be as long as I put my mind to it, because look at this woman. She's not just a woman, but she's African-American. And she's the vice president, you know, so and that's history within itself. So I really commend her and her accomplishments um, as well Um, for somebody that's not popular. um, I would say my. um, My my last supervisor, which was um, uh, seeing Master Sergeant Brown, um, she was my supervisor. And when I was stationed in Korea and I feel like with her, um, she's a black woman, um, but I don't I'm I'm not looking at that for as OK, she's a black woman. OK, I automatically respect her because I respect all mm-hmm. races regardless. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But mm-hmm. um, the reason why I say her is because of the fact that she taught me a lot of uh, a lot of qualities about myself as a woman in the military. She made me Mm -hmm. see my potential that I could not see within myself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, even though she's not popular, she might not make history, but Mm -hmm. I know in the military, she's going to make a positive impact on Mm -hmm. young females' life in the military and not just in the military, but also outside of the military as Mm -hmm. well. So Mm -hmm. I really commend her um, as well, I could talk about her, <laughs> like uh, say so much about her, um, just the person that she is, um, mm-hmm. and also her story. But overall, she is another woman that I look up to as a role model till this day as well. So, well, I'm quite sure she'll be great. Glad to hear that when she's episode, how you feel about her, because uh, we don't have video here, but. If you all can see her face, she was so animated and passionate about uh, speaking about seeing my Sergeant Brown. So you can tell that she has made an impact on her. Um, as far as what you ladies said, um, yeah, uh, I turn into like a listener and a student during these certain times because I have my favorites and things like that as well. I'm, I'm a big advocate of uh, 
of history and things like that as well. But I love to hear other people's takes on what, you know, what other people see. Because sometimes the you know the best tool is listening, right? And that's why I always listen to people. And I really didn't think about things the way you all said it. And that's why I like doing these episodes because I actually learn this, I learn as well. So that shout out to Women's History Month. Uh, as you can see, uh, just being good people can make an impact on somebody. You don't have to be in the highest position of the world to do so. But it is good to know that people in those positions just high up um, that are doing something correctly that if they ever listen to the show, that they know that they trickle down and they affect to the lowest, you know, the lowest, lowest I'm not saying the lowest level, but just to us, com- us common folk, you know, you're still making an impact on them, which is another reason why, you know, uh, I think people in fame and starting in positions like that need to realize that they affect more than what they, you know, what, than what, than what they think. Right. So y'all mentioned, uh, well, you mentioned Maddie, uh, you know, the, the little girls out there that look up to things. Right. So uh, let's talk about, uh, and I'll start with you, Courtney. Let's talk about growing you growing up as a young lady. What were some of the things that you wanted to do as a young lady that have you know that 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 you've changed now as you've grown up and what are some of the struggles that you dealt with? Because I asked this question and I'll tell you it's like a personal wise. I have a daughter out there, she's uh seventeen now. And there's a time in a, mo- a young lady's life where you have to find yourself, right? You have to find yourself and know what you're you know what you want to do. It's a lot of turmoil and stuff like this. I'm a old, I'm a old head, I guess a little bit. So it hurt hearing it from somebody and other young ladies hearing out there from somebody. Just common day, you know. I wanted to be uh, this when I grew up, and I end up doing this, and this is something I have to you know you know understand and be okay with just to show just to show that we're human, right? Just show that we're human. So um, if you have anything like that, and if you don't, that's fine. But I'm quite sure none of us. Uh, when we were seven, eight years old, so I'm gonna be an airman. I don't think we said that. Like that wasn't uh, that wasn't in the works back then. So um, that's why I want to just tell a real life story of you know how you've grown from when you were a kiddo. If you still, you probably still remember, you still fairly young. Uh, it's up up to now. Just a, a small okay. synopsis, so you can go ahead. Um, let's see some of the struggles that maybe I faced uh, getting to where I am now. Um, so I know one thing that people deal with is trying to figure out like who they want to be what they want to do and you know maybe when you're so young uh you feel a lot of pressure on you trying to you basically have your whole life together at such a young age uh wanting to know like okay what do i want to get my degree in in college you know what am i going to do after high school what am i going to do uh i had no idea that i was going to be joining the military when i graduated from high school uh i'm that first person in my immediate family to ever serve in the military you know outside of you know the older men the older men in my family you know that had to serve because of being drafted you know way back when but uh, i had no clue that i would join the military this was an opportunity that just uh showed itself um, kind of last minute in my high school career so um, and it just so happens to be something that I was interested in and it kind of aligned with the different interesting and interests that I had with my career goals um, you know with the benefits that the military mm-hmm. offers the edu- free education um, travel all of those different things so um, definitely as a younger kid, I definitely felt the pressure of like, oh my gosh, they think I should be a lawyer. Oh my gosh, they, you know, people are cheering me on because, you know, I was athletic and in sports. And so some people want you to go play sports in college and do all these different things. And you're just trying to figure out what is it that I want to do. Um, and then the military showed up as an option. And now I get to actually um, focus on a goal that I actually did have as a kid, which was to become a lawyer. 
Um, the military lined up with that goal. I'm getting free education. So I'm working towards my bachelor's now. Um, and then I'm just going to make sure that the Air Force pays for all of that. And hopefully they pay for law school, too. So um, definitely I the hate, Air Force just became an opportunity. So um, just some advice to you know younger kids out there. Don't feel like you have to have your whole life planned out at such a young age. Uh, you have time to figure it out and find what you're really interested in and what you want to do. Um, and like, don't feel rushed to, you know, make, basically make that life decision at such a young age <laughs> and have everything all figured out. Okay. That was an awesome take. Uh, I didn't know that. Because <clears throat> before you speak, before you speak, Maddie, cause a lot of people think people join the military, oh, this is, this is your last option. Like you said, your goals lining up with things. And I thought the same way. I'm not going to lie. I thought the same thing. Like, oh, you know, no, no, no. Uh, if you do this and you, if you have your head on straight, you, you, it's a give and get relationship. You're going to give and you got to make sure exactly. you get. Like you said, that school is getting paid for. You're going to be out exactly. debt free, debt free. <laughs> and because, uh, and I, and I'm glad you said it because that's why, and that's why it's not scripted. So anybody that's listening will know all the stuff that I didn't say. They are stamping and validating it. Yes, <laughs> they are. Because <laughs> people be like, "Oh, you did this," and I'm like, "No, no, no. You, you got to exactly. line up." And especially during today's times, where uh, I don't know if you all can agree or not to this before you speak, Maddie, but we haven't really been affected uh, nope. by the realities that everybody else not has been affected by. Pandemic. And yeah. that is a blessing. And that is a blessing that we don't yeah. fall under the unemployment. You know, we, you know, we, we have our struggles. I, I understand yeah. that part, but to be in a position where you were the person in your family that ain't lost their job exactly. during this time, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to think about this. You still, I'm still going to school. Your head's still on. I'm still going to be a lawyer. That's a blessing that a lot of people don't, you know, understand uh, that you don't get the opportunity to do a, a lot of places. So I apologize, matter. You can go right ahead. Um, with your, your segment. I was about to go on a rant. I was I was amening up there. I was like, go ahead, sis. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> um, woo, when I was younger, because uh, I'm still young, but um, gosh, before I got into the military, I had a lot of struggles. Um, it wasn't by, um, it was by choice. Um, because I didn't have to go through what I went through, but the decisions that I made, I went through them. Um, for instance, before I got in the military, um, I was working two jobs. I was a waitress, um, at Cheddar's. I was working at the hospital as well. Um, and I was also going to school too, because I wanted to, um, be a dental hygienist. And um, it was it was a struggle. I didn't have to go through it, though, because I had parents who were willing to support me. But because I didn't get along with my mom, me and her, we did not get along. We I feel like we were too much alike. And we were always bumping heads. I didn't want to mm. listen to her. I didn't want to listen to her rules. I said, you know, I'm not about to let you tell me what to do. And um and I end up moving out. I end up shacking up with um, my boyfriend at the time. I was 18 years old. Um, and that was the worst decision I could have made because I did not know what all he was doing. Um, mm. I used to 
I knew when we first met that he was in the drug game. But mm. uh, my thing is, I was like, I'm not about that life. So you're going to either get out that drug game or we could be over. Um, mm. From what he told me, he was out of the drug game. So I'm like, okay. So we moved in together. Long story short, one Sunday morning, you know, doing my cooking, um, heard gunshots and end up finding out they in um his truck got shot up. And from there we got we got evicted. Um uh, we got into another apartment. It was smaller and we were living um on the east side of where um I'm from, which is uh Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So we were living on the east side, which is the hood. Mm. And um from then on now, I just, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, I got to a point where I was tired of waking up uh, out of fear that somebody was going to come in, knock the door down and um, shoot us and kill us. And um, from then on now, I decided to move back into the home with my mother. And the reason why I actually chose to make that decision, because one day I went to church because I did grow up in the church, but don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect, (laughs) but but I did uh, grow up in the church and I went to church. And what I took from that sermon was, you know, sometimes you leave a situation where you was full and what I mean, full, where you had everything you needed and you leave that situation and you go into another situation when you not where you're not even full. You don't have everything you need. You don't even have everything you want or whatever. But just by a a, com, a small little conflict or anything, you just like, I'm going to just throw that away and go over here where I feel like, you know, I might be full at. And I had to realize that the situation I was in, I was not full. I was not getting everything I, I needed. I um, I was struggling. So I went back home to my mom. I was like, you know, I'm going to just deal with whatever rules she got for me. Because I know mm-hmm. in her household, I was full. I was getting everything I needed. Um However, it got to a point where, you know, my mom sat me down. She was like, um, you might end up getting student loans because I can't sit here and um, support financially wise for your degree. And my thing was growing up, like I never liked to depend on my parents. Um mm. I never did. I just didn't like I I chose to have a job. I didn't have to get a job, which was a blessing within itself, because some people, they they have no choice. They have to do something to provide for themselves. So Mm -hmm. but like I said, you know, I was blessed with both parents financially stable. But um, when my mom told me that, I said, I got to come up with something. So, you know, um talking sat down with my dad he's uh he was in the air force actively he uh retired but mm-hmm. sat down with him and was like you know dad i know that you can pay for my school i know that i could depend on you but i don't want to depend on you 
I want to be financially stable. I want to be um, independent and stuff. So we came up with this idea about me getting in the Air Force. I never thought I would be in the Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought I would be in the Air Force. But I would say um, the Air Force has been tremendously um, good to me. Very good to me because right now I am pursuing my master's in social work. And um, I have no loans, no student loans. Um, even with a master's degree, uh, we have to depend on uh, further educational benefits. But the thing is, with the military, they provide different opportunities when it comes to the different educational benefits out there. So I still don't have to come out of pocket for my master's degree. Uh, which is a blessing, like I said, because a master's degree is very expensive. Um, but I would, yeah, I would say it's been a blessing. Um, both of me and my parents, now we have a, you know, great relationship because it wasn't always good, especially growing up. It wasn't always good because I was a rebellious child. You know, <laughs> I, was, I, was, hey, I hear you. I, I, hey, I wasn't no angel. I wasn't no angel either. So I know what you mean. <laughs> when you said that word, I heard that word a lot. I heard that word a lot growing up. You rebellious little, you know, with some other colorful words. <laughs> I heard the same stuff too. Hard, hard headed, and all that stuff like that. So I know, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> Yes, I was, y'all, I was hard-headed when I was younger. I was hard-headed. And then, like, the thing is with growing up, my dad, you know, he wasn't around as much physically because he was in the military and he was always traveling. But he always tried to be there mentally. But, you know, I didn't appreciate my, my parents. I really didn't. Growing up, I did not appreciate them like I should because I'm not going to lie. When I was uh, in middle school to high school, I did not care about talking to my dad. I didn't. And, you know, I hate that I treated him like that. Um, I didn't take our communication um, very uh, serious. But like I said, it just... Sometimes for people, they have to grow and they have to mature to learn how to appreciate those that are very beneficial to your life and stuff. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would say for me, from being young jazz to now being who I am today, I have tremendously grown and improved, especially with uh, appreciating those that have been very beneficial in my life. So... That's outstanding. Um, I'm. I love the rawness. I love the transparency. As far as you know, uh, I think they say you're getting older when you start acknowledging the <laughs> shit you did wrong. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. It's a point in your life where you're like, I can't do no wrong, and I ain't gonna never say I did wrong if I did wrong. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a big sign of maturity. You know, just to be able to analyze and address yourself. That's that's growth. For, for both of y'all, that's that's growth to be a look at look at look at. What, oh, what I was you got, just gonna add on and say, uh, I have a different experience to an extent, but you know, I grew up just like you with both parents. You know, I had both parents. Grew up in the church, all those different things. But I was the opposite, where I wasn't a rebellious child growing up. I was the angel child. But you grew up, you know, in the sense of the situations <laughs> you had to face as a child, and then me. 
I had to, to have a different um, growing experience growing up away from my parents since I've been in the military. So I've had a lot of growing pains and uh, things that I've had to learn since being away from my parents, growing up on my own, out uh, been in the military away from them. Um, but then thankfully, you know, growing up in the church and having those parents there too when I was younger, I had the right foundation though. Um, just having the right foundation, God, all of those things. And God was a big part of me too, joining the Air Force. Uh, definitely played a big part in my decision uh, of what I was going to do was talking to him and trying to figure out what was the right thing to do. So um, I'm definitely blessed just the same as you said, being a part of the Air Force. It's been a big blessing right. um, and everything's been working out as well. So, and I, this, I, This is so cool that like both of y'all have this, you know, I think this is a perfect episode because like it's, it's, it's hitting so many different, you know, uh, uh, aspects of the same topic right and it's different it's the same some of the same thing there's different aspects of it and we all come to the common goal where we're like okay yeah cool it was a good decision and it helped me and you know then he got god in there it's like a lot of common words in there that people need to understand when they listen to these episodes like you don't have to be from the perfect walk of life you don't have to be from you know the the, the worst walk of life but we all end up into these central locations where we have to make a decision and uh and you know having and having faith and whatnot is uh, something that yes. you know that you should have you know leading Most up to. Definitely, and I'm definitely not perfect either. So uh, that was. <laughs> oh, <open. laughs> hey, we have our we have our moments. Like, it's, hey, I feel like I think uh, as people we are we are our our, our own worst critics, right? So like, I'd be like, oh damn, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. But I'm like, man, yeah, you gotta get out that message because I'm not judging anybody out there struggling, but it's just right. so a lot of people aren't even then they're not even worth to where we are now. And right. when you go back into like I don't know, family or friends and like they'd be like, oh, you didn't done so much. They be they think you didn't done the world. You still, oh, I didn't even get to finish my class or my homework was late. We got growing people problems, you know. Like uh, right. it's we we're in a good we're in a good position where you know our problems are where people we wish they can be. And I never thought I'd be in that position myself, to be honest with you. So it's just uh, it's just a testament to all the ways I feel hearing that from you all um, as a, as a male. You know, I feel the same exact way. So before we get to before we get to our main topic. You all both mentioned about being from the South, and I would be remiss if I did not ask some Southern questions at this point. Okay, so we'll start with you, Courtney. Two things, because you think we're going to get a black woman on this show and you ain't going to say about some cooking. <laughs> you, you, you got me messed up, but I'll tell you this, all right? <laughs> you ain't got to give, you ain't got to get grandma or mama's secret recipe. You ain't got to get none of that. But my question for you is, what is one value that, you can say that that you really cherish being raised in the South. And secondly, what is your favorite dish that you feel in your family that was like either passed down to learn through your family, your favorite dish to prepare? I'm going to have to start with the favorite dish because food in the South, everybody knows we're known for the food, the good cooking, our flavor and seasoning, and especially me being from Louisiana. Um, so I, I was going to start mm. and say either red beans and rice or some gumbo. I have so many, so many dishes I'm thinking of right now. But as far as family tradition goes, something you can walk into my grandmother's house, my mother's house, my aunts, uncles, on any given Sunday, you find you some hot water cornbread and greens 
whether it's turnip greens, collard greens, mustard greens, cabbage greens. <laughs> make sure we have some greens prepared with some hot water cornbread. And, you know, being a part of the military, like I say, you know, we're, we have a big melting pot. There are so many people that I've come across that have never even heard of hot water cornbread. I, I can't even count how many times I've had to explain exactly what hot water cornbread is. Um, but that is a big thing, <laughs> a big tradition in my family in the South is making greens and hot water cornbread on Sunday for Sunday dinner. Um, mm. And then something that I cherish about being growing up in the South, um, I'm a part of a huge close-knit family. Um, just another thing I've run into other people, you know, since been in the military that, you know, they don't have this. A lot of people don't have that same background where they have, you know, big families that are actually close and get along and um, support each other. Uh, so that's something I really cherish is my large, close knit family that I have. Uh, I grew up in a family where my mother was one of eight. My grandmother was one of ten. So I have plenty of uncles and aunts and cousins and, you know, you have the third and fourth and fifth cousins and we're all super close. Everybody loves each mm -hmm. other. We have big family reunions where we come together with all this lovely Southern cooking and food and we just all have a good time and fellowship. Mm. Um, my whole family is a, a God-fearing family. So basically, you know, we all grew up in the church. No matter how, how big or how far my family stretches, you know, between God, the food, the family, the fellowship, it's just a good time when we're all together, uh, when we come together and fellowship with each other. And then we always have each other to support each other as well. So that's something that I'm still feeling the effects of now is, you know, even in the, my endeavors now, being in the Air Force, you know, on the other side of the world, I still have so many family mm. members who are out there supporting me. Um and same for me, supporting mm. them even from where I am. So um, definitely cherish the close-knit mm. family. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because, you know, it's mostly as uh, African-American people, you know, as far as family values and things like that, people don't understand. And I'm being real here because people understand that our families go through a lot more than normal families do. Um, and I can, I'm a test, I'm a testament of that. Right. I know everybody's families don't have two parents. Everybody's families don't have mom and dad, you know, holding hands every single walk of the way. And sometimes I think we forget the importance of relationships yeah. with family. Right. I think we forget that. And I think it's really, I think it's really important. Right. I think it's really important. I'm glad that you all given some insight to that because even if your family isn't perfect, but it's still a value that family relationships have, they'll hold on to you wherever you exactly. are over here in Italy. You see what I'm saying? And like you still you still value the feelings and the things that your family gives you. So with you all being traveling women and women that go all over the world and stuff like that, I hope people's families know that you are that first, you know, code of strength that a lot of people need. You know, you all are strong, great women doing a lot of great things and you you, you give a lot of credit to you know, your dad, your mom, your family value, something like that. That's that's just a some I, I had to footstomp that a little bit because I feel people don't understand that enough. That you know that crazy cousin <laughs> you got that always call and text you, they they're still doing something Most for you definitely. in a way. You know what I'm saying? They they're still there for you. You know what I'm saying? They'll, and they'll be there for you in or out the military, and that's that's a pretty big thing. So I'm sorry, Maddie, you go right ahead. You're not giving these rents sometimes, <laughs> so I'll be having to I'll be having to chime oh, in. No, I'm you make great points. Yeah, 
but um I will start with the food first. Um mm-hmm. one one dish that I look forward to every year is chitlins. I say chitlins. Some people <laughs> say chitter chitterlings, but I say chitlins. Oh. <laughs> that's what I love. Look, that's what I look forward to. So if it's Thanksgiving or if it's Christmas, I be expecting my dish of chitlins. Cause my, my mama, she knows she made one separate dish just for me. Chitlins. <laughs> that's my dish. Um, but when it comes to um cherishing family, um I will say I believe when they say it takes a village. It really takes Amen. a village. It really does. <laughs> um, but yes, cherishing family. I cherish uh, my family um when it, it definitely when it comes to us all getting together. Um all my family is not that religious. <laughs> I will say that. So I have different sides. I have a mm-hmm. Religious family. Oh, we, oh, we know. Mm-hmm. And I have a, look, I mm-hmm. have that family. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, we, they are little religious, but they are <laughs> I know where you're coming from. We, we they know. like to have <laughs> a good time. You got those options. You got right. those options. Right. Look, you got that family. You can call on if you need somebody to get paid. <laughs> Look, oh, I understand. Understand me. And you got that family. <laughs> look, you got that family. If you need somebody to lay hands and, some, <laughs> and, them and pray for them, but mm-hmm. um, I cherish both sides of my family. To be honest, because they both um, us getting together is very important to both sides. Um, so I cherish both sides of my family. Um, with my mom's side, I love that side, um, especially when we used to have our traditional Sunday dinners. Um, it kind of been the uh, we kind of stopped doing that because of the fact is my grandmother she passed away and she I feel like she was the core of the family. Um, she mm-hmm. kept us all straight and um. I I really hate when she uh when she passed away, um, cause a lot did change. But when she was alive, we did have those Sunday dinners. And when I tell you my my aunties, now I will say my mama, she wasn't the most uh soulful soulful <laughs> person because she I think she was the baby. Yeah, she was the baby, so she got too spoiled. And I don't mm, think they yeah. I don't think my grandma did too much practicing when it came to cooking with her. But my aunties, oh, they can throw down. So mm. they always her, my aunties and my grandmother, they always threw down every um Sunday. And I really cherish that because it wasn't just a time that we came together just to eat, but it was also a time where we worship God. And when I say mm. we worship God. Church didn't church didn't stop stop at uh what what time the, do them churches them churches stop like at two p.m. Oh, it didn't stop for <laughs> us. We was having church at uh Sunday dinner, worshiping and everything. <laughs> so I um I definitely miss that about uh that side of the family and my dad's side. We just that's the side where we uh all come together if it's during family reunions and we just have a good old time um we don't just worship god but we also get to know each other we come together we play games we 
we do a lot of stuff together. So um, I love those times. I be ready for holidays because I know I'm going to eat good. I know I'm going to get some welcome. <laughs> Cause you know them old folks, you can't get away from them. They gonna instill that. <laughs> they gonna instill that. <laughs> so, um, I definitely cherish the time that I do have with my family overall, especially you know with us being in the military and um, we don't really get those uh, times so so much, um, especially when duty calls. So I do appreciate my family during those times because um, they, especially when if I get deployed or just like I was on the assignment in Korea, oh, they was praying. They was praying. Um, so I do appreciate mm. all of that from my family. Mm. Family is a very important aspect. Uh, a lot of people, and, you know, a lot of people don't, like I said, underappreciate, which is, this is a testament that shows that you know family does in 2021. As far as we all the technology and all of the advancements that we made in life, that some core things are still um, essential to you know just anything you know just to anything and just for you getting your life together. So yeah. that's outstanding, outstanding, outstanding stories. Uh, anybody that listen, just know um, these. Like I said, I kind of pride myself on us being unscripted. So these are their natural uh, responses in real time, and. Uh, I feel the way that reason why I do that is because you get the truth out. Like, you know, you can't really uh, pre-make a line, uh, an, a response. So these are things that really are true. And it's the first thing that comes to their mind when they're speaking. So that's the rest of the cool thing about it. Our last topic, uh, which probably I go say the main topic is um, if, you, if, if, if anyone's noticed, right. Um, if you're an active listener, like I am, right. Um, both these young ladies have always attributed uh, their success and, their strength and things that propel them with a higher power, which we call the Lord, God, Jesus, whatever we like to call a higher power that, you know, it's a higher vibration of spirit greater than flesh and blood. And that was what garnered my interest to these two ladies today, because I feel like in today's society, not to judge anybody's beliefs or anything like that, we sometimes get so engulfed in technology and everything that's going on today that we forget to have faith and, uh, you know, buckle down and get some type of spiritualism or anything like that, any higher power with respect to anything because we get caught up in our lives, right? We get caught up in our lives and we forget that, like, we forget our blessings, we forget what gives us strength, right? These two ladies, I will, I, I will, <laughs> I can a thousand percent say that, and, and people don't know that I'm, I'm like watching them or I pay attention to, 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 to things like this at all, but they've always, always given credit to the Lord and to God. Every accomplishment, every time they stumble and learn from it, they always gave credence to the Lord or a higher power, whatever you like to call them. So that was what I was like, man, um, I was looking at the show. You know, I cut up and have a good time. And we talk about smart stuff, talk about relationships, stuff like that. But I said, these ladies, and I said, and they, I'm quite sure they have all these aspects to them. I was like, man, what am I missing? You know, because I'm as I'm starting to get steaming and, and you know, I'm going with the show or whatnot. And this is women's women's history and empowerment month. So I said, what what would be a good topic for them to talk about? And I'm like, oh man, you know what? <laughs> Nobody's talked about their relationship with the Lord or what it's meant to them to be have faith uh, as far as with their success and the things they went through. So all that leads to my question um, is, um, I'll start with you, Courtney. Explain the importance of your relationship 
with having faith or belief in God um, and kind of like kind of tied into tied into the person you are today and the success that you've had just to give oh, a person oh, completely there's wrong, so much right? I can like, say where, like where would you, where would so you be okay go take, oh. take the time go right ahead First, go right I'm, ahead I'm so grateful uh, to my parents for them raising me in the church um, them making sure that I grew up and, and had this foundation of knowing God um, and get, being well rounded and basically learning all of the principles that I needed to get through life. Um, Cause that's what a lot of people don't realize is like the Bible just has a lot of principles that will help you get through and navigate through a lot of different obstacles and situations and challenges that you face um, in your daily lives. Um, whether you're religious or not, there's just a lot of things that you can learn uh, and take with you. Um, which I thank my pastor for that too, Pastor Jerry Baldwin at New Living Word in Ruston. I still tune in faithfully every Sunday here in Italy um, to make sure that I'm still being fed and learning and growing and uh, just learning different things that I can apply uh, to all of the different situations that I face. Um, and I'll definitely say I wouldn't be here today where I am today um, if I didn't know God. He's definitely been uh, my strength, um, the thing that I've hold, held on to the most, my faith, um, to get me through any kind of obstacles that I face, uh, whether it be, you know, tough, tough times at work in the military, um, just life, all the different things that people get hit with with life. Nobody's perfect. Uh, we all have our, our down days, the different things that we face and just being able to lean on God and his promises and his word and the things that I've learned. Um, and knowing, like, my favorite scripture, Philippians 4.13, like, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Um, just holding on to that, like, that gets me through all the time, um, knowing that I can do all things. Even when I'm, you know, having a rough time um, and wondering, you know, like, how am I going to get through certain situations? Like I said, with things that I face, I don't want to necessarily get into, you know, full-blown stories of different situations I faced in the military. Uh, but I can kind of touch a little bit, but I've dealt with, you know, um, racism and things like that. Um, dealt with disrespectful uh, people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, when we are in the uniform, they expect us to carry ourselves a certain way. Um, and so just, you know, getting through the different situations that life throws at you I've always been able to lean on all of the different uh lessons and principles that I learned uh growing up in church and um that are constantly being fed into me too um so God is just a huge 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 piece of my life I know that I'm nothing without him um I wouldn't be breathing today I wouldn't be alive today if I didn't have him and so that's just something that I'm constantly constantly reminding myself of um making sure that I remember that prayer is important, talking to him on a daily basis, um, thanking him for the things that I do have, being grateful, um, because, you know, a lot of people are in far worse situations than what you're in. And so just being able to thank him, thank mm -hmm. him right now for what you have right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you don't thank him now for what you have now, how is he going to bless you and give you more? <laughs> and especially... Uh, with right, the stuff that right. you do have, definitely, mm -hmm. I know you talked about earlier about how I'm always giving him glory for everything because I know that, you know, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have it. 
I wouldn't have anything that I have. I wouldn't be right. the person who I am if it weren't for him. He's my creator. I'm here because of him and for his purpose. Um, and I know that that's something to a lot of people trying to figure out what their purpose is. Uh, and the best way to figure it out is by plugging into his word, getting into, you know, learning yeah. who you are through God. Um, so it's very, very, very important, very important. Um, so talking to him daily, being grateful for all the things and the blessings that he gives you um, and that you already have. Like I said, you could be in far worse situation than what you're in. Um, I know that people get down sometimes mm-hmm. and, you know, they're worrying about things and trying to figure out how they're going to make mm-hmm. it and, you know, how they're going to provide or all the different things that come up in life. Um, but the p- person that you need to turn to, your creator, God, he has all the answers. And it's already there laid yeah. out for you too in his word in the Bible, which I know, like I said, a lot of people don't necessarily believe in the Bible, but I'm a firm believer. I'm a witness to it. Um, I'm a witness to, um, basically just all the different things that he's done for me. Um, the situations I've been in that I've come out of, he's the one who helped me get to where I am. Um, so definitely yeah. firm believer in God. And just being plugged into his word and learning and growing um, constantly to be the better person that you want to be. You just have to plug in. Beautiful. Beautiful. Outstanding. Outstanding way to uh, describe your relationship with the Lord. That is beautiful. It's very inspiring. And um, it's something we can all relate to. And I wanted to add just one one more piece to it, too, that. You don't have to be religious to have a relationship mm-hmm. with God. That's another thing that people don't realize. You know, mm-hmm. this is a, I know mm-hmm. a topic and debate mm-hmm. that people have all the time with, you know, Baptists and Methodists and Catholics and all these different man-made religions that are out there that people are part of, which, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, the foundation of it all is having a relationship with God. Whether you claim to be Christian or not, whether you claim to be, you know, Catholic or Protestant or whatever the case may be, having a relationship with God is the foundation of it all um, and the most important thing. Um, Even if you don't read the Bible, even if you don't go to church, having a relationship with God, knowing, you know, that you can go to him for anything and believing in him and having faith that he'll get you through. um, It's just very important. Yes, ma'am. What you got to add to that, Maddie? I know she, if y'all we don't we don't do video, but y'all don't see Maddie was just in here. She was just feeling the spirit of this according these words, Ooh. and I was like, I was feeding off her energy. I was like, man, this is this is this is powerful, man. This is powerful. It's no, it's this is a great way to use a Sunday, um, you know, uh, time off, rewind, uh, reset yourself for the weekend with the right mindset. So I'll, I won't won't hold you up, Maddie. About it. I know you can go on to about it, but you know, um. I would be remiss to not let you allow yourself to talk about your relationship with God and what it's meant to you up to this point in your life. Um, I just want to say amen first to Courtney um, talking about her relationship that she has with God overall. Um, but whew, I would say um, growing in Christ can be challenging um and the reason why is because of the world that we live in um I'll start off by kind of just giving a breakdown of 
the um, situation I went through that I feel like um, was my breaking point. Um, so I was married. I got married at 20 years old. Um, had just came into the military, you know, um, thought that this man that I married was going to be my first and last husband. Um, I'm going to try not to get so emotional because every time I tell this story, I get um, a little emotional it's okay. about it. It's okay. It's okay, sis. You come, you come such a long... You come such a long way. Please don't. I mean, if you got a port out there, please be proud of. You wouldn't be if I wasn't proud of everything that you went through. So that's a part of your yeah, story. Yeah, it's a part and of I'm your st- story. I'm cut you off. It's not a part of your story. Embrace that. Embrace that and know that it didn't make you who you was today. Those that's tears, all you got so I'll let you go on. I'll let you, I'll let you go on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall, I went through a lot in that marriage. Um, I would say it was... Uh, a lot of physical and verbal abuse. Um, you know, when you marry somebody, you you like, okay, this is somebody I could trust, somebody that could lead me through Christ, through the right path and stuff like that. But um, in that case, it wasn't. Um, like I said, I went through a lot of physical and verbal abuse with him. And... Um, you know, after we got the divorce, you know, I thought I would feel relieved. But like I said, I'm not perfect, you know. So when I did get the divorce, um, I I still felt pain, still felt pain. And because I felt pain, I didn't know how to deal with that pain. So at that time, I wasn't, I had my my relationship with God had fell off completely. Um, I started talking to different men, um, started having sex with different men. Um, and I did that to distract me from that pain, but not actually healing from it. And um, it was one day I, I looked into the mirror and I'm like, what you doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Like I felt lost. Basically, I really felt like a lost soul. Um, and from then on now, I tried to better my relationship with God and um uh, to mm-hmm. get back on the right path. But when you don't really have people in your life that's trying to go down that same path with you, it's so easy to fall off and to permanently mm-hmm. be off that path. So, you know, I had, that's why I always try to find a church home. Like, I, mm-hmm. you don't have to go, you do not have to go to church. I'm not saying that. But for me, I felt like I had to find a church home to keep me on that path with God because I couldn't, I can't do it by myself. Some people, they are able to do it by themselves and I commend them. But for me, I'm not able to do it by myself. At, especially at that time, I was not able to do it by myself. So, like I said, that's why I made sure that I get a church home so I could have a church family. That's so um, important. I know, right, it, it definitely is important. Um, I have a man in my life who is definitely 
um, on that path with God. And when I say he has definitely inspired me to not only um, tune into God, but to get into my Bible and Mm -hmm. to read up on his word. And stuff, and it feels so good, not just with a relationship, a romantic relationship with somebody who has a relationship with God, but somebody in your circle who has a relationship with God and who is not not just saying, oh, I believe in God, because mm-hmm. just because you believe in God, that don't mean you going to heaven. Like that mm-hmm. does not mean you going to heaven just because you believe in him. If you believe in him and you still sitting over here doing wrong and doing what you want to do and not trying to improve and grow in him you 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 not yeah you wasting time you wasting time Mm -hmm. and i would sit Mm -hmm. here and say i am not perfect when it comes to being a um being a child of god i'm not going to even just say Mm -hmm. christian but being a child of god i would not say that i'm perfect because i am still growing in him and stuff and you know it is sometimes like i said it's challenging because sometimes you have to change some of those old ways to really yes. grow and tap into him most definitely mm-hmm. and and it's challenging because it's like and it's challenging because you like dang i don't been doing this like for a long time, then you got friends for instance you got friends who still want to sit here and club and turn up and you know, not saying that's bad and all, but if you really trying to improve your relationship with him and you really trying to tap into him, it's just certain things you need to change how you yes, live right. your life. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. like I said, I ain't perfect. No, I'm still you know, for, for my birthday, I still had turned up. Understand me, yes. But I I know for a fact. Jasmine is going to have to get to that point where she's going to have to stop going to the club permanently. She's going to have to stop doing certain things because when you sit over when you sit over here and you talking about oh, you talking to people talking about oh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm having a relationship with God and this and that. You want them to not just hear you but also see that light within you mm-hmm. so they Amen. can tap into him. Cuz mm-hmm. you know, cuz you know what people People very judgmental. They gon' they'll be like, "Oh, so you tapping? You saying you tapping into him?" But I just saw you at the club last night twerking it. <laughs> how you how you tap? And it's like they they not understand that I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to improve my life. I'm still trying to grow within him, and I feel like that's what turns a lot of people back to trying to improve and tap into God because of those of those certain um negative aspects especially when it comes to church because you know you see a lot that goes in church you see a lot you hear a lot and you see a lot you you be hearing about these pastors having sex with the church members she known that but you can't pay attention to that because first of all those are human beings human beings are not perfect you should be focusing mm-hmm. on improving your life and tapping into God. Don't be sitting over here worrying about Jim Bob and what he's doing or worrying about Pastor. You preaching. Uh, you over here preaching. And worrying about what he's doing. You over here preaching. You don't. You don't. <laughs> 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 you don't. 
I will say having overall having a relationship with God is very important. Um, it's needed because mm-hmm. I would say the difference between the old me and the new me when it comes to certain situations that I may go through, if it's my personal life or if it's my professional life, I know how to pick myself back up and how to positively cope with those things that I'm going through. Because I would tell y'all, no lie, every morning I have to listen to gospel music. <laughs> every morning. Hey. Every morning hey, before, okay. before work, I have to listen to gospel music because I'm like, these people, they about to get on my nerves, these customers. Hey. They about to, and I'm like, to get me in that, to go ahead and start Master. my day. The right head space, mm. positive mindset. I'm like, yes. I'm like, I have to sit here and listen to my gospel music because, baby, these people <laughs> in the military will take uh, you. All the devil will try you now. You know, we yeah. devil, 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 devil working too now. I so just had to do that same thing this yeah. week with the gospel music. Working late and, you know, just, you know. <laughs> In that situation where you like, well, God help me, put on some gospel music, get you in the right headspace, yeah. and get you through it. Hey, up, 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 up exactly. lift yourself to get through those moments, man. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Talk about. Here y'all talk. Well, I guess I won't get too personal, but I'll tell you some. Since y'all been vulnerable with me, I'll tell you something about me, right? So, <clears throat> I grew up believing, believing in God, but not believing like necessarily in Christ. Right? I've always been a, a believer in God and the Bible, stuff like that. So, me and my wife. She's a like a dedicated Christian, like you all, right? Grew up in the church, still like that. So, um, a lot of points y'all said made me think about myself. And we grew up both, you know, um, believing in God and stuff like that. And uh, it gave us strength to get over a lot of shit. I'll, I'll just say that right there. Uh, I'm not getting to like too <laughs> gritty, right? But having faith, a lot of people don't understand that. We don't have to believe in the same Not God, at all. <laughs> but the fact that you do believe in God and higher power, it gives you it gives humility to deal with a lot of shit that the devil throws at you, right? Because yeah. the devil was going to, like we say, God's working. The devil is working two or three times harder to try to, you know, uh, sabotage you or whatnot like that. So I can I can attest that the struggles that I went through helped me to be grounded more. To, like you said, Maddie, and like you said, Courtney, I I start praying more. I start taking like, like before I go to sleep, you know, I put some positivity in my system. If I like to read a scripture or I say a, or I say a prayer to the Lord in my solitude, something like that. I do that now, and it's been the greatest thing for me ever. Because everybody like, why are you so positive? Blah blah blah. You know, and I can get, I can get, I can get nasty, now. <laughs> but you know, I'll be like, why, like, why are you so? They be like, why are you so positive? And it's because I've learned, I've learned a way to you know tap in with my spiritualism and ground myself to help me deal with all the obstacles. Because like I said, none of us at this in this circle are perfect. We all gonna get some trials and tribulations, but it's how you deal with those things and how you bounce exactly. back to define who you are, right? So, testament, testament to that. So, that was our main topic before we close. But uh, we have a few more things we're gonna talk about before we close. But I hope that, um, in summary, I hope that anybody out there that's been struggling or needed a voice to hear to validate, you know, your spiritualism or you know what keeps you going or positivity in general that you got something out of it because I did right and I'm like I said we had different points in our lives experience wise let other people's experiences and words help you understand that the thoughts that you have it's okay to think like that right it's okay to go through it's okay to be from a home that's successful it's okay, it's okay to be from a home that's unsuccessful but that doesn't have to define who you are right that's the biggest thing I can say right like everybody comes through all different walks of life uh 
and just don't let it define who you want to be. If that's who you want to be, then fine. Right. But like, if that's not who you want to be, um, you don't have to let those situations define you. Find a way to dig in and get some faith and some strength. And cause like I said, these two ladies, I can't say nothing but positive things about them as far as the way they carry themselves, you know, the way they carry their beauty and everything like that. And the common factor here is, 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 is the Lord, right? Like they get struggles like everybody else does, right? They have moments and, and downtime like everybody else does, but you have to find something that gives you that strength. Because like I said, just like Maddie said, sometimes you can't, you can't shoulder everything alone. And that's the thing that a lot of people, uh, black people in general, I would say, and I'm not just going on my race, but I can only speak from experience. We always try to, I got this. I'm good. That's our favorite thing. I'm good. I'm good. Even when you're bad, you're going to say I'm good. And, and that's something that we need to get away from. It's okay to need help. It's okay to need strength. It's okay to reach out to somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I'd learn it too. I'm proudful, smart, energetic and all that. But I'm like, you know what? Humble yourself <laughs> and say, look, you need to relax and you need to tap into something else exactly. to give you some strength. Most definitely. Right, so. So last segment, the last two segments we have, uh, this is kind of like to, we, we don't end on those like prolific, you know, strong points. We kind of get to wind it down a little bit. Um, we have some, would you rather questions? They're kind of random. It's just silly questions that we ask. Would you rather questions? And then we'll get you all travel recommendations and then we'll close out for the day. So I have a little deck here on my phone and you shuffle questions for would you rather. They're silly, goofy, whatever you want to call it. And we're just going to, you're going to choose one and say why to give some little laughs and whatnot to, you know, to the end of the show. Cause we, we get to the peak with the, with the main topics. Then we kind of like, you know, <laughs> we kind of slow it down. Like, you know, we can get deep. We know we can get deep, but you know, we, we, we kind of like, you know, level it out a little bit. So, uh, I'll let you start Courtney and, and uh, we're just, you're going to choose one and then you're going to just say why, why you would choose it. It's nothing related to the topics we were talking about. So just go, come on down a couple of notches. Cause <laughs> None of this is nothing, that, nothing we can talk about. We've got to level down a lot. <laughs> All right. So the first one is, would you rather listen to the same song 24 hours on repeat or watch the same movie for a week? Hmm. Same song or same movie? Well, the song is twenty four hours, and the and the movie is a week. I probably listen to the same song for twenty four hours, only because I only have to listen to it for twenty four hours. And you know, there are plenty of songs out there that get mm-hmm. hit, and you actually are willing to listen to it over and over <laughs> again. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's that one good gospel song mm-hmm. or that one mm-hmm. good, you know, hip hop, R and B, whatever the case it may be. Uh, there's some music out there that people are willing to listen to over and over again. So I think I'd be able to get through with a song for 24 mm-hmm. hours. <laughs> 20, 24 hours? Okay. <laughs> what, you, what you got, man? <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to even lie. I definitely will pick the song for 24 hours because I actually did it last <laughs> Y'all should have saw me. I was in that thing. <laughs> what song was it? I was in my feelings and everything. It was um, is it thirty? It's a short. It's the short intro song by uh Summer. I think it's Summer Walker, Thirty Two Session. Okay. Mm, I think it's a, I think. 
I think it's an intro song, but they had um one of the I forgot what group she was in. It was on the shade room, and I'm like, dang, I ain't never really paid close attention to them words, and it had me in my feelings, you know. I kept <laughs> I kept I kept listening to that song, kept listening to it. But yeah, <laughs> I think I choose a song too. This is like you said, Courtney. I want my West Road the rest of my week. <laughs> I said, right. give me the rest of my week. I can find, I can find a tune. I can find a tune, you know, so I can find a tune that, that I'm that's bumping. You know, it might be some song that I was loved that I can sing over and over again. Cause I I find myself sometimes if, I, if I'm feeling if I'm feeling a certain type of way, I can listen to a song forever. If it's resonating, just give me the right one. 24 hours go by like nothing. I can listen to it in my sleep. You know, I'm sleeping, it don't matter to me. I, I think I go with 24 hours. The same with the movie, the movie for a week there, I'm like, oh, nah, this is mm-hmm. that's a little too long. That's a little too long. Because <laughs> exactly. movies like two or three hours too long. <laughs> you know, <right>? Yeah. <laughs> so, Courtney, the next would you rather question is, would you rather be more technologically inclined or better with people? I'd rather be better with people, uh, which kind of suits me very well because if you know me you know I am definitely a people person I love people um I will walk up to a stranger and start a conversation just that easily um I think that it would be uh better with people because you always need people no matter you know what you're trying to do in life you're gonna Mm -hmm. always need people 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 there are people everywhere you need people to do everything uh, whether it be getting your gas, getting groceries, what pe- don't people have to get the groceries to the grocery store? You know what I'm saying? So, um, and networking, mm-hmm. networking is a huge thing for me too. Um, being good with people, knowing people, having resources, mm-hmm. uh, when you need to figure things out, having people you can lean on and reach out to. Uh, like you said, people, uh, aren't good with asking for help a lot of times, aren't, you know, willing to ask for help in the situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, just being good with people is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Maddie? I definitely would say people as well because I'm a people's person. Um, and plus, with my job, I have to deal with people. Our main, mm-hmm. our main purpose is customer service. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna. I definitely have to get better with people because I'm a very direct person. And sometimes mm-hmm. I could come off a little, I guess they can say a little disrespectful because we have a lot of people who are very sensitive in the military. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to adjust to the different mm-hmm. ways of how people act. And plus with my um, with my degree, which is a uh, master's in social work, I definitely have to um, be better with people because that's basically my job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to deal with people. In mm-hmm. different situations, so it's definitely a good, um, a good um, characteristic to have is being great with people. I agree. I'd have to, I guess, I have to agree with y'all too. Um, I'm all about technology and, and shit like that, but the <laughs> the people aspect is the, people have so many different varieties of different type of people. Like it's so many different type of people and like mastering that why I think why do people think relationships and stuff like are so hard because you have to learn people, right? Like two people from different walks of life, different values, different whatever. So mastering mm-hmm. people or being better people is something I feel like always 
you know, it's it's a benefit long because we like like you said, Courtney, we're gonna always have to deal with people always. for the rest of our lives. Whatever some way. Type of aspect, right? Whether yeah, mm-hmm. whether it be jobs, whether it be relationships, it's you got family, it's they still people, right? So right. I have to agree with the I agree with the general general sentiment here that people. So the last would you rather? I know y'all gonna probably try to get smart answers, but I'm gonna tell you my real answer after y'all finish up. So, would you rather spend the last year of your life partying, partying all around the world, or making a difference in the world? No, no judgments <laughs> on here. Oh man! Because <laughs> if you're thinking about it, if you if you're thinking about it, I know what you want to say. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Um, if I'm thinking of myself and what I want to do to be able to enjoy life, I'm probably gonna spend it partying, taking trips, and enjoying my the rest of my last little life. Yes, yes. Um, yes. And hopefully, I've already yes. made a yes. difference uh, in some type of way before this one year that I have left. Uh, so I would definitely spend. In my mm-hmm. last year, enjoying myself, um, knowing that I'm going out with bang, okay? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, honey, yes, yes. I was about to say, I just <laughs> think about it. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I didn't want to try to be I'm like, y'all, y'all gonna find my ass out. Politically correct. <laughs> just be real and keep it real. Right? I said, no, no. That's why I said, I said, judgment free. I said, judgment free. I said, <laughs> You said all around the world, not just all around the world. Shit. What you say? Maddie laughing because I know she about to say the same thing, probably. But what, what you gonna say, Maddie? What you got? I'm definitely gonna say the same thing. Look, I, I'm pretty sure I done already made a difference, that I already made a good impact. But I'm with Courtney, I'm going out with a bad. Yes, ma'am. Yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. I agree with that. Like yeah. I said, and, Cor- and Courtney, Courtney, you kind of bought the, the the sensible thing because I was gonna say I'm partying because I'm because hey, I, that's my last year. But she said, hopefully at this, hopefully at this point, she already made a difference. Right. I'll go with that too. I didn't gave my contributions already. Shit, I'm about to go right. out and turn up. I'm going. Right. Out, I'm going out with the biggest bang. <laughs> with the biggest bang I can. I don't care. Look, other countries turning up. Man, please, that's gonna make a difference in the party scene for me. Shoot, <laughs> all right. So I'm glad y'all kept it real. I'm glad y'all kept it real with the answer. So uh, our last segment, uh, I think I told y'all about this before. This is one, one of the only thing, one of the only things that they do know about uh, as far as the criteria for conversation. Uh, this show or podcast was formulated for me to give. Uh, Exposure to travel and things like that. And them being military women, I'm quite sure they know about traveling a lot uh, to younger kids and things like that. And people uh, primarily of our skin color that don't, you know, get around the world and things like that because you know, it's something that's not like a common thing. Uh, we get a travel recommendation from our guests for today's show before we close um, in hopes that someone out there can hear and know that people do travel and they give you an idea for somewhere that you might be able to travel to or somewhere that they, somewhere they'd like to travel to. Uh, it can be in domestic United States, uh, somewhere that they've never been, um, or anywhere international. So I guess we'll flip the script here. Cause I've always been back to Courtney. We'll go with Maddie f- the first time for this one and just give a travel recommendation, either somewhere that you'd like to go or somewhere you've been and you're like, Oh man, this was, this was dope, you know, and I wish other people could get to see, I got to see this. So I just need to 
to get one. Cause yeah, I you got to get one. We know we know you're international and all that, but just get one because we, you know, we're trying to save for other people because <clears throat> other people probably gonna say the same, some of the same thing. Well, well, you can say one or two, but not 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 like a whole list of your seven buckets okay. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So my two, I would definitely say overall, I would definitely travel overseas um, because I like learning about different cultures. And um, it's, it's so interesting going to the different uh, countries overseas because it's a, it's a different atmosphere. But the two that I would say, one that I have already been to, which is Thailand, um, I had so much fun. However, I will say, do not go to Pattaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> do not go to Pattaya. Go to uh, Phuket. Um, the reason why I would say go to Phuket because it's way more beautiful um, than Pattaya. And also, um, I'm trying to go back again because um, they have different retreats there too so while i'm there i don't want to just you know be turning up having fun but i also want to do their retreat at this villa that i looked up at so definitely thailand and another one would be bali um i see so many pictures with people who have been to bali and i'm like dang i want to be in the water eating my food and so, <laughs> so definitely, I'm, I really want to go to Bali, not just go, but go with my man. So um, mm-hmm. that is a trip that I want to take with my man, not with my girls, with my man. <laughs> um, but um, and plus one of my friends, well, yeah, one of my friends, they actually went to Bali and I saw how um how so much fun they had there. So I'm like, yeah, I got to go to Bali. So. Okay. Okay. She, 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 she stuck with the Asian <laughs> flavor. I told her we was in Korea. Asia has a lot of, a lot of things to show. And uh, yes. you can see that she had a good time. So what you got, what you got, Courtney? You ain't got to go all, all Asian right, right. What you got? I am just getting <laughs> on my traveling uh, since I joined the military. I told you guys I had been in Louisiana my entire life basically before joining or in the South. So I'm first going to be biased. Uh, I think that if you haven't been to Louisiana, come to Louisiana. Check it out. I know a big thing that people like to come do is party for Mardi Gras. Come to NOLA and experience a lot of that Cajun food, uh, gumbo, and that Creole you know, cuisine. So come on down there. Get some beignets. <laughs> um, second, since been in the military. I, got, I know, I know, I know. Second, since been in the military, I got to go to Colorado Springs. <laughs> Colorado, so beautiful there. The mountains, the waterfalls, mm. all of the scenery mm. they have there is so, so, so beautiful. Um, and then obviously in the winter, they have some really nice mm. ski resorts out there as well, uh, which I hadn't gotten to experience, but a lot of people do go there mm. for that. And I know that it's very beautiful there. Um, and then lastly, my third destination, because I've actually recently been there, would be Rome, Italy, um, somewhere I just recently went, had a really great mm. time, took some tours. I uh, went to Vatican City as well. Uh, great shopping destination as well. So um, definitely, if you can make it to Rome, Italy, mm. um, I would suggest you do that. Outstanding. Oh, there we go. We got some new uh, places to list in the, the list of all the guests that we've had. Everybody named something different for the most part. Uh, actually, nobody even said New Orleans, uh, according to so you know. So like nobody said New Orleans because we haven't had anybody from Nova, you know, Nola from on the show. Um, I don't think anybody said Thailand either. 
um, Manny. So, uh, yeah, that's that's good. That's just great. But uh, in closing remarks, right, I'd like to, you know, both of you all thank you, first of all, for making your time available um, to come out and do this. It, I love the naturalness of the conversation. I love the rest of the conversation. As you all know, um, we are in different parts of the world. So giving people's time to think like this is something beautiful in itself, just to be able to give people time. But it shows when you want to do something, you know, you do it, right? Uh, I'd also like to commend you all because I'm hella picky with who I put on this show. I don't know people, I don't, I don't think people know that. So it got to be something about you. You ain't got to be 100%, but it got to be like 15 to 20% about something about you that, that I say, you know what, that's pretty special. You know what I'm saying? So I want you all to know that I appreciate you all and I appreciate um, all of the things that you think you, you know, that you've done to this point in your lifetime that helps inspire somebody else because even I'm, I'm as bad as alpha and alpha and prideful as anybody else. But at this stage of my life, right. And all the experiences I've been through, I've learned to be more humble and learn from other people. Right. So no matter what you're doing, if you just going to CVS every day or, you know, going to Walmart every day, it's still little things about you that you can motivate and inspire somebody else. So you don't have to be saving the world, but I just want to let you all know here live in front of everybody that I commend you all on the way you carry yourselves, being great friends, being down to earth, having fun. we got so many great fun things to talk about being able to call you sisters and you know, talk about you and just hit you up and say, Hey, y'all trying to record. And y'all like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to record, you know what I'm saying? And not even knowing what about, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing that I, I'm starting to look on the positive for a lot of things. Right. So that's, that's just my outlook now because I feel it's better for o- overall. So I want you all to know that hey, your faith and your belief in the Lord is a beautiful thing. And I want to let the world know a testament to, um, being spiritual, being having faith, and things like that—that that we all have lives that we come from, and that it can you can still turn to be a beautiful person, uh, inspiring person in your everyday life, right? Like that's the biggest thing. We're not superstars. Not we're perfect. Not, you know, we're not millionaires. <laughs> yeah, not, not perfect. perfect. Far from it. But it's not. It's 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 not. I, I think I think it's not. It's 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 not always about that, right? It's about what the things that you get up and do. We all have our bad days and do our bullshit. That's just people in general. But as long as you contribute into society, doing something more than the person that ain't doing jack shit at all, you know what I'm saying? That's that's important. And I like to commend you all, like on a on a public level like this, right? I mean, I know it, I'm not, I don't have the huge clubhouse following like that yet, but. We still got a good a good listening core here, and I want to let them know, you know, um, how much I commend you, how much I commend you all, and uh, how special you you all have been to, to be able to call you all sisters and friends, um, and you know, in my life as well. The military, that's one thing I don't give it all to the military, but I've met some outstanding people. I met some people that I probably would have never met in my lifetime because I didn't go anywhere. I was in Chicago twenty four seven, so I would never have met people like that and had these outspoken. Uh, this aspect of different things because you don't understand stuff until you get out of it sometimes. You got to get away from it like, oh, you still love home, but you still get a better perspective of uh, appreciating home, what it, what it gave you, what it didn't give you when you get out of it. So uh, y'all fit the narrative greatly. Uh, I have nothing but love and respect for you all uh, anytime. I think this is a perfect episode for this women Women's History and Empowerment Month. Um, I already commend you all. I can say, I can talk about y'all great for a long time. I can go on and on and on, but I just want you all to say that. And if you all have any, any closing remarks, uh, any social media handles you want to uh, shout out or anything like that, now's the time in our closing remarks uh, that either one of you all can give your closing okay. last words. Well, first, I was just going to say thank you. That's much love and respect to you as well. So proud of you for, you know, 
sticking through and going through with, you know, starting up your podcast uh, and wish you much success uh, moving forward with your future episodes and hope that it does grow to be as big as Clubhouse. If that's what you want it to be, then you can definitely do it. Um, my social media handles, I'll say you guys can follow me at uh, underscore, 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 underscore court. And that's Courtney with a K. Um, so it's four underscores with a K on Instagram uh, and then you can find me on Facebook at Courtney Rollins um, so those are my social media handles and I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, getting our perspectives today Um, I just want to say thank you. It's been an honor on being on your podcast. This is actually the first time I have been on someone's podcast. So it's definitely an honor. Um, I also commend you and very proud of you, bro, for going through with this podcast and just being a voice. Just being a voice because sometimes it's um it's a struggle out here to, you know, be heard. So I definitely mm-hmm. commend you out there because you might not know it, but I'm pretty sure that you're doing great things and that you're inspiring others as well through your podcast. So I'm very proud of you on doing that. Um, I also want to um, wish you many blessings on this journey with this podcast. Um, I feel like if you uh, continue to dedicate your time um, to this podcast that it will be big um, as you want it to be. It will fall in your favor. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yes, y'all are more, everybody who's listening, y'all are more than welcome to follow me on Instagram. I don't really post too much on Instagram, but I'm on there um, at beauty mm-hmm. underscore divine 94. And you can also follow me on Facebook. Um, it's basically my whole name, Jasmine Nicole Madison. Um, and those are my social media. I do not do Twitter or any <laughs> other one. <laughs> I'm very old when it comes to I'm very old when it comes to social media. Look, that's why I have my young friends, they keep me up to be on what's going on in the social world. So, you know, shout out to them for keeping me up <laughs> in the social world. But um yes, again, um I am um I am proud of you. I thank you so much for having me and I will say if you ever need me to um, be on your podcast just hit me up and I would definitely dedicate my time because I like doing it you know I love to talk so oh oh yeah ain't nothing wrong with it either ain't nothing wrong with it ain't nothing wrong with it (laughs) right right (laughs) (laughs) I like the freedom of podcasting like like, it's no pressure it's no script it's no it's natural conversation that's that's why I liked it because like at work, we have to, you know, like you said, you got to be a certain type of way. You got to be, mm. you know, like this is this is more free platform where, you know, um, you can be yourself, you know, as, 
and whichever way that leads you to. Right. So uh, I appreciate your words, Matt. You know, I always support you since the day we met. Like, uh, I know your story and things like that. And, you know, the depths of your story and things like that. And I've always supported. Uh, I've always support. I try to be the person that I'll be. You know, everybody be complaining about, you know, we don't support each other. And blah, 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 right, blah. So right. I'm trying to be the I'm trying to be the person now before a tragedy or something crazy happened. That, yeah, right. people out there just just being positive, you know, of of of, of you know, of our complexion you know what i'm saying to people so we can stop saying oh there's no role models out there there's no because role models don't have to be somebody like denzel or will smith it can be people like uh, like us that are growing into the people that we're gonna be right so right, like, it's nothing, it's right. nothing wrong with that so um and closing like i said man I, uh nothing but love and support for you all um i can't i can't say that enough right i hope this gives you a little bit of inspiration just to know that you know like i told y'all i, I always say a hundred times i'm alpha as hell so I don't be giving props to everybody, just so y'all know. Like I'm being, I'm learning to be more vulnerable because I've had my life experiences and relationships stuff to show that as a man, you ain't gotta always be so hard, right? You ain't gotta always be so tough. It's okay to express, you know, gratitude and emotions and things like that, and right. still be much yourself. love and respect to you too. So that's why, you know, that's what, yeah, that's. I'm, yeah, I'm learning, so I'm learning, I'm, and like I said, I'll put that 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 disclaimer that we all put out there exactly. that we ain't perfect, but we doing. It's all 100%. about that balance, right? We still work some progress. So, thank y'all so much. I think this episode is gonna be great for this month. Um, I appreciate you all, and uh, y'all get y'all social media handles. So, with that, everyone, we will catch y'all in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.